I don't believe in accident. I believe in divine appointment. I was born into a devout Muslim home, and God had plans, wonderful plans. I've been there. On the day I was going to kill myself, Jesus revealed himself to me, and he gave me a new life. And if you pray with me, and if you believe with me, God is going to give you a new life today. Jesus Christ is real. He changes life. He changes destiny. And he changes nations. And those nations can change the world. After eating junk so many years, I, I decided that I need a detox. And time to time I go through that, through fasting. It's not only fasting for physical reasons, but fasting, of course, for spiritual reasons. And then I start seeing God is taking things from my life, from my heart that is so needed. And I didn't know they were there. And Daniel did that. He had a three weeks fast. And then even at the beginning of the book of Daniel, he was talking about how Daniel refused to eat choice food. And he wanted to stay with simple food. Because he saw that the choice food in the, served in the king's palace was not good for him. And he learned to say no to some indulgences. He knew that it was a disciplined life. Produced godly life. He knew that. And a man like Daniel, when he started saying no to certain things, he saw the benefit of it. And one of my most favorite scriptures in the Bible is in Daniel 10. When an angel appears to Daniel and says, Daniel, from the first day you set your heart for understanding. You made up your mind the first day you humble yourself and wanted to gain understanding. Your prayers were heard and I have come to in response to them from the beginning. And Daniel knew spiritual detox. He knew detox. And today I propose that the church in America needs spiritual detox because we have so much junk in our system. And sometimes we put that junk into our system ourselves. Sometimes we allow people to do it. And they are not godly people, but there's so much this super spirituality is going on. And people are preaching, how can you have a positive life or positive thinking in five steps? And this is new age stuff, folks, because if you have the mind of Christ, you don't need steps for positive thinking, because you have the mind of Christ. And we are opening up our doors to stuff like this witchcraft and new age, even in the body of Christ. And we don't see it because they sound good. And they quote a few scriptures. And we don't know. Do you know that red poison has 90% food in it? And 10% poison. But it will still kill you. And today, we are so desperate for spiritual detox, consecrating to God. Consecration is not isolation. 
Consecration is completely devoting our focus, our heart, our attention, our thought pattern, everything that we think we feel towards God, towards godliness. And today we need that kind of detox in our lives. In Isaiah book of 6, in the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying and they were calling to one another. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then the seraphim touched his mouth and he said, your guilt is taken away from you. Your guilt is taken away with, from you. And your sin atoned for. The man is among the people of unclean lips. And I don't know how it is speaking to your lives today. Because maybe you are gossiping. Maybe you are slandering. And you look so spiritual. You look so good on the outside. But in the inside, on the inside you are dying. And you are full of wickedness and wretchedness. And it's not only for you. One day God showed me my heart. And how ugly it was. And I was like Isaiah. Before Isaiah was commissioned, he had to repent. He said, woe to me. Woe means curse to me. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. I'm damned because of my sin. He acknowledged that he had unclean lips and he dwelt among the people of unclean lips. I wonder today if you remember the story of Aaron and Miriam speaking against Moses and Miriam was covered with leprosy just because he was, she was slandering and speaking against Moses and his wife. How many people in the church today, what do you, would you think? How many people in the church today, if God is not merciful and gives leprosy to everyone who is gossiping and slandering, probably more than half of the church will be, would be leprous today. How sad is that? But God wants us to be purified and cleansed, like David said, create within me a pure heart. And I am speaking this to you today, knowing that we need spiritual detox. We need to clean ourselves, and we don't have that power. We need to come before God and ask him, cleanse me. I don't want gossip in my life. I don't want slander in my life. Some of you have lips of accusations. 
You accuse people. You know who accuses the brethren? He's the accuser of the brethren. A lot of people come to me and complain about their spouses, their wives or husbands. But it's not complaint. After a certain moment, it becomes accusation, accusing. And the mo that moment, I know who is speaking through them. And it's not God. Even sometimes in our hypocritical prayers, that we ask a prayer for so-and-so who is in trouble, while we are in worse condition than that person, about their children, how they messed up, how their marriage messed up, while our marriage is falling apart. It's time to get real with each other and get real with God. I remember the years during my early walk with Christ, how many things that God had to cleanse me, coming from Islam, coming from a religion of deception and lies. Can you imagine? 28 years of my life, I was fed with junk. I was poisoned. 28 years. You know how long it, it takes to get that lies and deception out of you? I didn't know everything from the beginning. I didn't know the truth. I was not able to read the word of God so well because I got saved in an American church and in Miami. And English is my second language. Maybe you cannot tell. But I needed a miracle, miraculous power of God to give me understanding for me to be able to read and understand the Bible. And you know how it is. Every time you read it, God reveals new things to you. So this is a continuous walk. But I had so much junk in, my, in me, so much lies in me. I was a lying machine because I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel good. I wanted people to respect me. And one day God, through a preacher, God did a work in me just like he did in Isaiah. That man came to the platform and preached about devil being the father of all lies. That day, as a newborn Christian, I recognized how much lies I had in my heart, in my mind, about me, about other people. And God cleaned my lips. He detoxed me. He gave me a spiritual detox that day. And I, I'm sure some days you go through that experience that I've been through. You feel like at the end of the day you failed. Today is a day that you fail God. You say something to your wife, or you say something to your husband, or you snapped at someone at the supermarket. You, you have done something wrong and you feel like an enemy tells you, you will never change. Oh, you will never. He told me these lies and I listened to them for how long? He said, look at you. And you look and feel this little. And you repeat to yourself, what is wrong with me? Am I ever going to change? Am I ever going to make progress? But I have good news for you. Because the moment you say that, you are having awareness of your sins. You, you are having awareness 
of your failures. And that moment, don't let it be staying there, you're asking, am I going to make some progress? And say, Lord, help me. Cleanse me. Purify me. Touch my lips like you did with Isaiah. Touch my lips. And a lot of times, God sends us signs and warnings. And because we like to stay in our comfort zone, we don't want to do anything with those signs. It happened to Eli and his family in 1 Samuel. Samuel heard from the Lord. Lord says, Samuel, Samuel, here I am listening, he said. Here I am. You know, the other day I posted on, on my Facebook, I said, God is saying, I am listening. Are you? Are you listening? Are you reading the signs that I am sending to you? Are you aware of what is happening in your life? Maybe you are just go, 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 do, do, do on a, on a mood like that. And you are just living. But God is sending you signs. He's trying to speak to you. He's sending you scriptures. Are you missing something that he's trying to tell you? And here we see this little kid, little boy, saying, here I am, listening. Your servant is listening. Speak to me. Tell me. Your answer will tell God where you are with him and where you want to be with him. Today's broadcast has been brought to you by Ishik Abba Ministries. Ishik is a former abused Muslim woman who was transformed by Jesus Christ. Now she is bringing the good news to Muslims and a revival message to America. To learn more about Ishik, please go to isikabla.com. Again, that's isikabla.com. Please contact us at info at Again, that's info at to learn when the next revival meeting will be in your area. Join us for revival.